there is a tornado coming and everyone needs to get out of the tent and into the barn. Oh my gosh. Hello, love buddies. Welcome back to another episode of The Wedded Podcast with your hosts, Jen and Steve Van Elk. We are a semi-professional look at wedding planning and marriage. Basically, we're going to help you get together and hopefully stay together. Today, we have a wonderful guest. They are going to share with us how to create a stunning wedding without completely throwing out your budget. These geniuses behind Boldly Chic Event, Lori and Megan, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys are sitting, uh, our listeners can't see, but you guys are um, sharing some um, headphones right now. <laughs> we are. We are not that prepared. We're not organized on the personal level. No. On the, or the technology. The well, technological. Technological level. <laughs> so, so yes, we're prepared as much as we thought you would love yeah. us to be. I, mm-hmm. I love it. And I, I see it as like, you guys are so close. You can share your buds yes. together. One set of headphones. Oh, yeah. yeah. We are that close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too much time to do that. <laughs> Just had to dip them in alcohol right before you started recording, right? I didn't, so she can just have what's left over. (laughs) 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 I didn't think that far ahead. No, I didn't. So are you guys recording from your office today? We are. Yes. We're located in, oh, can I say where we're located? Yeah. (laughs) We're in Carmel. Our office is, yes, in Carmel, Indiana, um, and we are in our studio right now. Awesome. And how long have you guys been there? We, um came into this office in 2012, so six years. Oh, wow. Was yes, that when Boldly Chic started? started no, we um, started in 2010. So we are in our ninth wedding season, which is pretty exciting. Um, and Megan joined last year mm-hmm. um, as a lead planner. So, it, But she's been in the industry, obviously. Um, same amount of time. Same amount of time, yeah. Wow. So Since 2011. Yeah, yeah. so... We're rocking and rolling over here. So you We're guys have a lot of experience then. Yeah. I, I, I like to say we have enough. I don't know about enough. <laughs> How many weddings have you guys planned? Oh, well, it's different for me because I came from a venue where um, I have a lot more under my belt. Just quantity. Yeah, wise. quantity. But um, I mean, you can say I've coordinated then around 450. Holy cow. Lead planning i just started that so i would say probably 10 to 15 yeah but like and for me since i started boldly chic events and we do about 30 events a year i've probably done close to 250 weddings mm-hmm. something like that maybe a little bit more just because some years are heavier than the than other years but that's mm-hmm. about where i'm at so not those. a lot you know just only a few <laughs> <laughs> only 250 yeah right right <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Um, so you you said that um, Megan just recently started uh, with Bully Chic. Um, how did that come about? So Lori planned my wedding in 2014. Yes. But we had met. So the venue I was at, which is still local, the venue I was at, she came and visited one day. And then we did a stylized photo shoot together. So that's how we first met. And then after that, we've really just been friends. For years and for years. And I think Megan was ready for a change in her career. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, and so she had come to me and said, "What maybe what opportunities there would be on the planning side versus the venue side?" Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just so happened that 
a previous lead planner had decided to move a different career as well. So there was a spot for someone and Megan, it was just good timing. So Megan came over, she joined the team. She's got plenty of experience. I mean, there was a little bit of a learning curve just oh, yeah. for process, you know, processes that we have in place. Mm-hmm. But other than that, she was like killer, like come on board. I didn't have to teach her much. I really just let her, I, I let her figure it out. I don't like to micromanage. So, um, <laughs> but it's been perfect. So she joined because we had a, we need, I needed her, you know, to take on some of the load that comes into our um, inbox. And then from, she's been killing it. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. We just recently did a wedding with you guys. We shot one of your couples and (laughs) oh my goodness, was it not one of the most gorgeous weddings we've ever seen? Oh my gosh. It was a great couple. Well, that first and foremost, yeah, great couple. And honestly, a beaut. you did a great, Megan did that wedding and she designed it and it was stunning. The couple had a great t- I mean, the bride and her mom really had a vision and I mean, yeah, just it came went out with beautifully. It. Yeah. And the photos you guys took off. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The one you took at the ceremony, it really truly looks like they are not in Indiana. It looks like they are somewhere on in a California, mountaintop. Yeah. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It was definitely nothing we did. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down, Jen. I had to hold the camera over my head to get the shot. Oh, yeah, he did. He was like, look, the only way I can get the water is if I lift it up. And it looks like it could possibly be a lake or an ocean because you could just see like a little bit of it. That venue apparently just recently took down all of those trees so that you could see the water behind the couple when they were getting married. So before that, you wouldn't have been able to see the water. I'm so glad the venue chose to do that because and they was... did that at boldly chic's recommendation is that what i'm hearing yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you, we cut down trees you want to know yeah. how to get trees landscaped correctly for the wedding yeah <laughs> well honestly what i loved about that wedding was the shade for the actual ceremony having the umbrellas up was just absolutely perfect i don't know whose idea was that and i don't know if they usually do that for the outdoor weddings but we've shot a couple um there before and it's just everybody baking and it was seriously genius the couple loved this venue in particular because it was an old mansion and they had met in savannah so it really reminded them of that southern style Mm -hmm. mansion that you see all the time in the south and so i knew having a wedding in july it was just going to be Toasty. Yeah. Toasty. So I thought the white umbrellas matched that vision and style perfectly. And Boldly Chic had done another wedding too, where we had used those white umbrellas. So kind of pulled that one out from past experiences. So those were rentals. So those Mm -hmm. came from a company that we coordinated with in Indianapolis to bring those in, set those up and make sure there was some shade Mm -hmm. out there for the people that were sitting there watching. It was needed. Get married. Yeah, it was definitely needed. And we had done it before successfully. So um, yeah, and I and I think a lot of our couples have seen that picture mm-hmm. from a, from the previous wedding of those mm-hmm. umbrellas, and they do seem to be sort of a hit. They're, They're lovely, so pretty. Looking, that's why. So not, yes. yeah. not only do they look beautiful, but they serve a purpose right. for outdoor weddings. So. For sure, it definitely. Even like for photos, it gives it dimension, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. So a lot oh, yeah. of things just look so flat, even when they're outdoors in Indiana. At least you're you're not right. going to have right. like mountains in the background. It's going to be flat. It's going to be like woods or cornfield right we don't really have something think about that from that perspective yeah Mm -hmm. that's so true absolutely beautiful 
Um, we're going to have to post that picture just so that our, our listeners and our yeah. group. So we're, we're going to post, Everyone's we're going to post a picture of the, the umbrellas in the group just because it was just such a neat, I'll, I'll put a couple more photos of that wedding in particular into our group, just so people can see some yeah, of the work yeah. that you guys do. Perfect. I really love that wedding too, how it had, uh, you guys mentioned they met in Savannah and it really had kind of like a Savannah sort of vibe to it. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it did not feel like Indiana at all. I agree. Yeah. Even into the reception. So obviously the ceremony was outside, like we talked about, but then we came into the dinner room and they had this huge, uh, trellis above their head table full of greenery. I mean, that thing was decked out with chandeliers that really look like an old Southern home, you Mm -hmm. know, that's sort of warmed up Mm -hmm. the space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tons of candlelight. Everything else was very neutral pops of marble, which was fun. We kind of, added that modern twist to the whole design but yeah it turned out favorite wedding to date honestly yeah Yeah. it was beautiful yeah it's a good wedding guys good job (laughs) so what other sort of uh challenging weddings have you guys had where you're trying to like match like a vibe or a tone or a vision uh that your couple brings to you um so i think a lot of couples come to us still a little bit confused at what they want to do. So the challenge for us, rather than meeting a a theme is figuring out what that vibe is. So they'll Mm -hmm. give us 18 different words that don't go together. And honestly, part of our job is to help them mold that into something because Mm -hmm. otherwise it's just a bunch of ideas floating around that don't go together at all. So really, I think part of our job that people don't know about is listening and then helping them like squeeze that Mm -hmm. up a little bit and tighten it up to really come out on the, on the side that you guys saw, which is this beautiful Savannah wedding or, you know, inspired wedding, but it did come out differently because whether it was us as planners or someone else, it came out because there was someone with experience that came in and helped finish it off versus, you know, if you Mm -hmm. do it by yourself and you don't have all the resources that, you know, people in the industry do just because that's what we do day in and day out it won't come out as, mm-hmm. as refined. So I think part of our job more so Steven is just taking what they're saying and, and welding it down to something more specific. I think less is more too. you know, so many brides come to us with like a Pinterest board full of inspiration photos and they want this and this and this and this. And I think too, wouldn't you agree that, you know, part of our job is to help guide them in the direction that, that works within their budget, that they can still do what they want. What want, they want, but be honest with them and, and help yes. them find a way to do it that is within their budget. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge part of our job mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, absolutely. We like to clean out the trash, bring <laughs> in, you know, the goods and make it all come, come to life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you guys make the big bucks, right? That's what we, are, <laughs> yeah. we are making the big bucks. So don't get ever confused about that. <laughs> There's some uh, major bucks over here, guys. So like, Going back to the Pinterest boards, I think that sometimes like it can be very helpful to come up with ideas, but like you were saying, Megan, it can be so overwhelming and there's so many different things that people get ideas on like what the cost is after they see it. And they're like, wow, this is way out of our budget. What are some things, um, what we really wanted to bring to our listeners today is some ideas, um, maybe some things to help make their wedding look look designed well, um, maybe having some tips on, um, how to create a timeless classic wedding, 
uh, without really destroying their budget. Um, so I know that you guys have probably worked with different people within the industry, whether it be with rentals or florists, probably have a little bit of an idea of some things that could still make your wedding look gorgeous, mm-hmm. but not being the, you know, the peonies of the the industry, like a very expensive <laughs> right. flower. Like there's, there's right. some, I know that you guys have some, some tips for our listeners today. Um, one thing that I thought about was, having a a well tailored suit for our our grooms and our groomsmen makes a huge mm-hmm. difference. And I think that was one of the things that brought us the idea is that um when we see a groom in a a good suit or what the weather it looks the photos just Mm -hmm. look so much more classy Mm -hmm. and I think that sometimes that's put to a side um the idea of like okay well that's like an afterthought we'll just we'll we'll go to men's warehouse and we'll get suits really quickly and a lot of times they're they fit ill um and so we thought even like a well-fit cheap suit looks so much Mm -hmm. better than a ill-fitted like suit from men's warehouse. And so or rental tux or yeah, or rental tux. So this episode brought to you by Indochino. No, (laughs) (laughs) I think the groom will be happy with those photos later on in life too. When he looks back and he's like, dang, I am so glad I got that tailored suit. Like I looked good. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Instead of, Oh, my pants were too short. Or oh my gosh, too baggy. I, and I think so. I think one of the tips that we would give to people that want to, you know, keep to a stick to a budget and really not break the bank, like you guys had said, is I think, and, I, and we tell our couples this all the time: stop booking things so quickly, mm-hmm. plan first, and then let's book the right people. Like, let's not just go to Men's Warehouse. That's where we're going. We gotta go do that this week. Like, let's sit, let's calm down, <laughs> take a deep breath. Like, let's plan it out and let's honestly not just jump into booking people left and right and then panic later because they don't fit the budget. It's something we see all the time. You know, so we will get somebody that comes in and they booked three people and we love all the people they booked, mm-hmm. but then we hear their budget and we're like, yeah, 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 you know? And so then right. we have to sort of backtrack and figure out where we can um, make adjustments or, uh, that they didn't even know we needed to make yet because mm-hmm. they didn't know the big picture. So mm-hmm. true planning and then booking versus mm-hmm. booking and then panicking is, you know, a big t- sort of lesson we try to share with our couples all the time. It will make a big difference if you slow down mm-hmm. on your budget. Just slow down. We will get the right people in place for the wedding day and you will get to the budget you wanted. Mm-hmm. Let's not have to, you know, continuously go backwards and fix things. Let's let's be like proactive about it. And, and that sets the stage to begin with. Step one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's something we do tell our clients a lot. Mm-hmm. So don't yeah. rush to book anybody except for Boldy Chic. Rush to book <laughs> them. <laughs> yes, except for obviously. <laughs> and we don't want to like put a hold on it for like three months. No, no, but no, we no, just no, want to no. really get the big picture set into place before we rush into, you know, everyone's, they get engaged and they think we've got to get this, 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 this right now. And you do, mm-hmm. you do need to do those things. But first slow down and mm-hmm. think about it a bit more in a big picture sort of way. Um, and that's just something that I, it will help. It will help you save money in the end. Love that. What about like if, if someone say um, your couple is looking for something that is timeless, um, 
as far as decor or um, maybe even linens, those sorts of things, what are some suggestions that you would make for them? Oh man, that's a good one. Yeah. I would say obviously keep, keep the, you know, color palettes of of sort mm-hmm. of like evolved in the last few years. There's no like pick two colors, pick three colors. No. Um, so to keep it timeless and elegant, I would say obviously try to get away from those stale two or three colors for your day and really keep it on a, like a muted palette or right. a neutral palette or, you know, we're going to use neutrals for the day. So that means, um, silvers and golds mm-hmm. and ivories and creams. And there's just no really end to the colors we're going to use, but this is the, the, the tones we're going to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that keeps it a little bit more, it looks up scale when you have, right. when you have more, um, tones involved, I think. Yes. And that comes through the linens, like, oh, like Jen had said. It's I love a through. good linen. Yeah. The, the, if it works within your budget, I think if you can upgrade your linens, especially if, or if anything, make them floor lengths so that you hide those ugly table legs. I think that <laughs> makes a huge difference. But again, you know, I know upgraded fancy linens aren't always, yeah. nobody, think, but the texture of them and the, the warmth almost adds to, to the, that look, mm-hmm. the timeless look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think just the simple upgrades that sometimes people will book, you know, a band that costs this much and now they don't have any money left in their mm-hmm. budget to make their, their linens floor length. But truthfully, that's going to make a bigger impact than mm-hmm. this expensive band. Unfortunately, I, in our, mm-hmm. in our opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, length linens obviously are something that's a must I love. in our book. Um, and some venues just don't come with those. So you've got to ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. Great advice. I mean, it sounds like you guys are really into linens. Like you might just want to take them <laughs> off the table, wrap them up, make it a dress. Yeah. yeah we lit, you should yeah. see our swatch book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're really cool. That's right. <laughs> we have all, uh, yeah. Lori and I were talking to, um, even from the very beginning, when somebody gets your invitation in the ma- in the mail, I I love paper anyway. I do calligraphy on the side, so anytime I get a fancy card or invitation in the mail, I think the second like when somebody when your guest opens that invitation, that is the very first look that they will see of your wedding. And so, if you could just make that a little bit more oomph, yeah, you don't have to break invite. the bank. There's no. so many ways to do invitations and just right. do a little something extra on there mm-hmm. that will wow people Mm -hmm. and they'll be like, Oh, I haven't seen this before. This is so fun. I can't Mm -hmm. wait to go. You know, that kind of uh, reaction is what you want Mm -hmm. when you send out your invitations. Oh, this looks so pretty. I can't wait to see the wedding day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, From your personal opinion, um, just thinking about the photography side, it seems as though like when we first started photos were huge using them for like invitations and those sorts of things. Has that kind of died out? Photographing of the invitation? No, like fo- like photographs included within the invitation somewhere. Oh, I haven't seen that in a no, really I long haven't. time. Mm-hmm. Save the date still. Have, right. Have yeah. the engagement photos included for the most part, I would say. But no, I don't think mm-hmm. so. I think what's become kind of a an exchange for that is their wedding website. There's photos yeah. from the photographer on those oh, constantly. That and that's what you want um, to get, you know, for people to see the engagement photos there mm-hmm. and, um, you know, for it to kind of coincide with the invitation they get that people have to you know go to this website and here's these beautiful photos of them and so I would say that has taken the place of putting them into the actual invitation probably yeah and on the website they can post more pictures than just putting one on in their invite yeah, yeah absolutely floral uh, floral seems to be like the hot button 
at least of 2019 florals everywhere when maybe mm-hmm. five years ago it was a little bit more um, like um, minimal. Um, yeah. Do you see that for 2020 increasing or do you see that it's kind of the pendulum is kind of swinging the other direction? I floral but do you think floral budgets have increased this year? I think floral budgets have increased actually quite I think they've almost doubled to be honest yeah yeah this year I think but I when we have we sort of here at Bold Chic have two kinds of clients really we have clients that are really on a budget and we really help them stay on that budget. We really, you know, we we respect the budget and we want to keep them in line with what they are wanting to spend. And then we have clients that just don't have those sort of restraints. So we really do have the opportunity to work with both kinds of clients and we love both of them. There there are Mm -hmm. so many challenges and interesting things with each. So for ones that are on a budget or want to stick to a certain amount of money they spend for the entire wedding, I would say, while you could go crazy on the flowers, let's go crazy on the flowers in certain areas, right. focal points for the day, the head the bride's table, bouquet. the ceremony backdrop that we can mm-hmm. reuse, the bride's bouquet, things mm-hmm. that are going to show up in photos. Let's, let's put the floral money there and let's not forget about everything else, mm-hmm. but let's not go crazy everywhere else. Um, so I, I think the budgets can be as big as you want them, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, but if there is a budget, we can do it mindfully and we can put the money where it's going to make the most impact. So impact impact is, I think, what yeah. we try to do when there is a budget we're working with. There's great florists in the area who are really good about helping couples, you know, be like, okay, you love peonies, but peonies are going to be the most expensive, you know, whether it's the time of year or they're just expensive in general. And so I love when florists can give our couples another option that are very similar. You wouldn't even tell yeah. a difference, True. you yeah. know, like a garden rose. Yes, or exactly. Yeah. 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 That's so, super helpful. Yeah. And I think what's really important is you want to find a florist that's able yes. to work within your budget and be creative to give you ideas. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we, it's always discouraging when our couple meets with the florist and the florist is like begging the bride for, mm-hmm. for ideas. We, we want it to be flipped. We want the professionals to be feeding yeah. ideas constantly. They're that's our job. The florists are the designers, you know, they're the artistic ones. Yeah. So work with a florist, um, that's creative and able to give you ideas that you Mm -hmm. hadn't even thought of and you'll probably save money as well. Yep. That's great. If you guys are working with a couple that's on a budget and you're trying to help them find like the, the things that will have the most impact on their wedding day, other than floor length linens, where do you go next? Um, for the most impact, yeah. I always go to Lighty, the head table, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like a lot of photos are taken there during the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dance floor and that sort of middle section mm-hmm. of the room. Um, so sometimes we'll design a room to have, you know, the bigger and better florals on the perimeter of the dance floor mm-hmm. versus the out, outside of the dance floor. Right. So that when they're doing their first dance, there's still sort of this beautiful stuff all around them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, those are the things that we think about that maybe they did or did not think about, but the, that's how I would try to make an impact is where will the couple be photographed or yeah. where will important moments be photographed during the evening so that those, those shots and memories of the day are just stunning. Um, cause let's really think about that versus table mm-hmm. 22, no offense, no one in the corner gonna... has flowers, but it doesn't need to be like, Oh my God, you know, it needs <laughs> right. to be like regular table, some candles, some flowers move on, uh, not forgotten, but not, you know, overdone. And working with a good photographer too. I mean, they're obviously a good photographer is going to like you guys, you'll walk into a room and know, well, table 22 you know, or table 22, <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> but you'll know where the eye is drawn and you'll know what 
the focal point is too when you walk in yeah. and um, a good photographer will capture those right big impact spaces which I think for 2020 is going to be a trend is going to be these impactful installation type right elements versus the you know I'd like to see on a on a my opinion on my personal I'd like to see more impactful installations than centerpieces. Like I think mm-hmm. centerpieces are great and they should not be forgotten. But again, there are so many tables in a room that they don't, you never photograph that table. Like it just, mm-hmm. not that it should not have a centerpiece, but I think where you should put some of your floral budget or decor budget is within these installations that add to a space in a huge way mm-hmm. at the same cost it would be to fill that table with flowers over there or whatever. So it's really important that we talk through the options with all of our clients and some clients say, no, Lori, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, okay, bye. But, <laughs> but we'll do whatever they want. But at least I've shared an idea with them that I think that they could potentially really, really like the outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's just part of our job, our job that I don't know that everyone thinks that Mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. does, but it is. Yeah. Can you give us some examples of what like installations you would be thinking of? Like the, the wedding that we did in July together with the, the truss that was above their, their head table. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a huge focal point. Right. I always, the ones that I have been seeing the most are things that we install over the dance mm-hmm. floor. So whether it's, you know, cascading flowers that are come dripping down or with the, you know, with some sort of light fixture in the middle mm-hmm. or some, um, at a wedding coming up in December, it's a pretty big wedding, but we're doing a big installation behind the band. So the band is going to have a giant stage and behind them is going to be this big installation that we're, we, we haven't done before. Mm-hmm. So when people are dancing, you know, and behind the band, it's just something of interest, you know, that mm-hmm. brings, it almost brings some richness to the room. Right. You know, it doesn't just look like another ballroom with another band, with another stage with nothing behind right. it. Right. You um, did one too, where behind the band, you did really intricate draping. Right. So I just like to think beyond what everyone does when they go to the forest. Okay. Right. How many centerpieces do you have? How many of this do you have? How many, right. Let's talk about other things. Let's mm-hmm. talk about other things that you haven't thought about. And then I promise you people will, will love yeah. that. And they'll be like, I haven't seen that before. That's so fun. And mm-hmm. also making it personal. Like for this backdrop in December, we're going to tie in their new last name behind the band. Like it's just some mm-hmm. little things that like, I just think add a little bit more interest to the, right. To the day. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's great. I think that's one thing that people don't really consider when they're, when they're looking to plan their own wedding, um, maybe they're like, Oh, you know, I've got some ideas and I'll talk to florists. I'll be able to put together vendors. So, you know, I really don't need a planner. And I think that when you want a stunning wedding, sometimes having someone who is, has a different vision than you can actually be a, um, I, I think that sometimes having, working with someone who has a different vision than you can actually bring upon different ideas. And right. if you want something that's unique, it's nice to have that almost like an unbiased opinion on the whole thing. Right. right. That's and a, yeah, that's exactly. where you guys come in. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I always like to say we're a neutral party. Like right. We want to, we want to give you all the candid advice that we can, you know, without, but when we work for you, mm-hmm. so we're not yeah. coming from a venue side, not that there's anything wrong with that. Well, that's what I've learned the yeah. most, you know, when I was at the venue, it was like, this is what we do. And there's no interest, you know, it was very yeah. routine mm-hmm. every day. And so coming here, it's been so fun to 
I guess not challenge these couples, but challenge myself too. And like, how can we, how can we add something else yeah, to this? We have that conversation a lot just between the two of us in our mm-hmm. office. Like Megan will turn to me and say, okay, I'm working on this head table or the sweetheart table. Yes. And like, I cannot for the life of me figure out what to add to like yeah, amp it up. something else. And then we'll bounce together. And I'm like, what about this? She's like, Oh, I love that. So it's, it's like a different kind of a life. I think mm-hmm. in this office than people imagine people, I think people think a wedding planner is the day of, you know, they're, mm-hmm. that's, that's cause that's where they see them in action. But 99% of our job is sitting at our desks or in a meeting Thinking. long before wedding day, um, keeping our clients, you know, excited mm-hmm. about the day, you know, happy that they're not spending more than they wanted. You know, all those things are part of our job and, mm-hmm. um, excites us. I think it's an exciting part yeah, of our job. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. That was like perfect. I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't have any questions. It's like just a perfect thing that was said. I guess we just let that sit for a second with listeners. Yeah, just everybody, we need every, we need to put it, oh gosh, we need to just put in like a moment of silence. Everyone just absorb that. Okay. Uh, I was like, wow, you're the best. (laughs) And that does not happen very often. That's really funny. So we always love bringing on vendors onto the podcast because they always have wonderful stories to share. And I know between the two of you guys, you have like probably 500 stories to share, but do you have anything like anything is crazy that's happened at a wedding or maybe even like a time that you saved the day, anything like that can you like, <laughs> so your superhero stories or, uh, your dumpster fire stories, we would love to much- share those. I don't know how many buttons I've sewn on a groomsman suit because the button popped off before the ceremony and heaven forbid he can't button his, his suit jacket during the ceremony. So <laughs> I taught myself very quickly I, to I, sew on buttons. So whenever I get, so I get this question quite a bit, mostly yeah. from people who have just met me and they know I'm a wedding planner. And that's like the first question. Mm-hmm. They want to know. Yeah. And I'm always like, for some reason, my brain has sh- literally deleted all. Those. Oh, not me. <laughs> I think it's because brain I drained. wasn't impacted by them. I'm very oh. like, you, it's, it takes a lot to shake me. It really does. So I just, I'm trying to think, I mean, the only one that comes to my mind is 2011 <laughs> oh. when I, one year I had been in business one year and I, I honestly story. was, I mean, in over my head by a long shot. Um, and I, we were doing this wedding and it was an amazing client. I still keep in touch with them today. They're incredible. Is this your tornado wedding? Yes. Mm-hmm. You, I, this, I think this was in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was the same year that the Indiana state fair stage collapsed. Oh boy. Was it the same day? So No, no, no. It wasn't okay. the same day, but like that summer was weird storms and like uh, just really strong storms in Indiana, mm-hmm. um, which isn't uncommon, but for some reason I just remember it being the same summer as that big accident at, at the state mm-hmm. fair. So we were at an old barn, um, in Kokomo. Um, I'd never been there before again, way over my head. I mean, it was really one of my first weddings I had ever booked. You know, it was, it was like a year after I started my business. So it was like that first round of clients really. Um, and we were, um, we got through the ceremony and then it started to rain, which is fine. We moved into the barn for dinner. Um, and the barn, what had ha- what we, how we designed it is there's a big barn and we put all the buffet tables in there. And then we connected a tent to the barn with all the dinner tables. So people came and went through the barn into the tent with being covered from the rain. So everything was connected. Um, it was a giant tent, um, probably over 200 guests or close to that. And all of a sudden 
And honestly, the photographer was a superhero, superhero of the day. Um, and you guys know, you, we can talk offline, but you know, the photographer. Um, and I, all of a sudden they yelled, like, everyone has to evacuate the tent right now. There is a tornado coming and everyone needs to get out of the tent and into the barn because the barn's really the only shelter that anyone oh had. Gosh. So of course we evac, so we got on the microphone, we evacuated the tent and within two minutes of everyone being in the barn, the entire tent collapsed <gasps> on the middle. So everything under the tent was destroyed. Had a human been under the tent, it would have been a disaster. Mm -hmm. Um, so we walked away with zero injuries, no electricity. They did their first dance in the barn with an iPhone playing. Um, that's kind of, and no light, you know, it was very, it was one of those moments. I scary, mean, but scary, but I was also like, I am so grateful that no what a great couple hurt. though. And they were so great. They were so gracious. Mm -hmm. It was just the perfect, I don't want to say the perfect couple for that, but it, they yeah. were kindest most, you know, understanding. I mean, what else are you going to mm -hmm. do? What I can, you know, I've had diva clients that would have absolutely outraged. They would have started to throw things and like, ah, you know, <laughs> like particular bride and groom were just so kind and amazing. Just happy to get married. Right? Yeah. Seems it was, like. it was truly, I mean, their wedding day was ruined. If you know, mm -hmm. yeah. that's the, that's the story. Um, you know, they, they didn't get, they, I think they got through toasts and that tent was, was down. So, um, it was crazy, guys. Wow. I'll never forget that. Obviously you know, and I, I think, and I haven't had a tent collapse since, but every time I have a tent, I'm like, Oh God, um, you know, <laughs> traumatic <just> disorder. <laughs> but, even size, they're like, oh. It was in it. I mean, it was something that I was like, and you know, my, it was, it was crazy. I had like headphones in with, with my assistants and we were running around and there was no electricity. The fire, fire trucks came and made sure we were all okay. But it was an intense wedding. Since then, nothing like that has happened. But most of that happened. after that storm passed, though, didn't the skies open up and that photographer was able to get like a few a really shots. cool yeah. shots? They got yeah. like, photos of them like dripping wet mm -hmm. and like running to the limo. It was a, oh, I love it. It was an experience, but yeah. So that's my biggest. I'm curious. What do you know? Remember what month that was? Yes, I do. It was June. <gasps> I wonder if we shot the same day because we had a tornado wedding too. I think it was June. June I can't remember. I can look it up. I feel like, like it was, was like early like June. It was like June yes, 11th or something like that. Maybe it was that. It could have been that too, you guys. We Yeah, we I had to evacuate it. the church and they had the tiniest little basement. So everyone was like touching each other. Yeah, because everyone's getting to know everybody. I know. People were under tables. It was very interesting. Oh, this was like Scared for their life. in the middle of their vows too. Someone ran down the oh aisle God. and was like, um, I'm so sorry to do this, but there's a tornado like four miles from us. Oh my, yeah. And I do think the tornado went through. That's what yeah. the tent. I think it was a true, right. Like you guys, where were you? Were you guys in Indy? We were in Kokomo. No, we were up north. We're, yeah. We were up in uh, Napanee in that area, uh -huh. but there were like tornadoes yeah. all over the state the day that it happened to us. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Exactly Everyone's going to yeah. think that Indiana just has tornadoes all the time, but <laughs> so, so cool. So Bring all your storm chasing friends to Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was so offended speaking. This is so off topic, but really a great story. I was at the um, airport and I was like, I was, you know, buying my magazines before my flight as per usual. And I, all the, the all the souvenirs are tornado magnets. What? <laughs> Indiana, on a tornado magnet. And I was like, I have got to get out of here. I've lived here all my life and I've never seen one. I was so. so offended. I was like, excuse me. That there's more than that here. There's corn. So yeah, there's, there's more than corn. corn. Yeah. Have you guys seen these tornado magnets? <laughs> no. No. Now when I go, I'm going to, you'll like, see them. I'm going to have to like, get one. I told my husband, I was like, get out. Have you seen this display? <laughs> I feel like that would be like Oklahoma. I was not. Yeah. Anyone from Oklahoma is going to be like, we don't know. I really was quite 
upset about it. I was like, uh huh, uh huh. Good reflection. Anyways, just side note on tornado. Janet, even we did a wedding together too, where it started raining during the ceremony, mm-hmm. and I'll never forget the brides. I mean, she looked back. I was standing at. We were. I think all of us were standing at the end of the yeah. aisle, and she looked at all of us, and we were like, "Keep going." <laughs> I loved the wedding though. I loved how the photos came out because it was just very romantic. Everybody had their little umbrellas out and then like they had the umbrella. It It was beautiful. Yeah, it didn't last long. So (laughs) my computer's dying. (laughs) I was like, one moment. More headphones? One moment. You guys, this one? I always tell Megan that on a personal level, I am a like my bed, my purse is just full of like, look at that. Once a wedding day, no, 50 <laughs> times a wedding day, Lori will ask me, where's my phone? I'm not organized on a, and it will be in her hand. So. Personal level. I'm only organized <laughs> on a client level. Yes. Honestly. Oh yeah. We hope. But, yeah, my car is a hot oh my god I only have so much organization that I can do and it's yeah. always for my clients and then my whole life I'm I mean my kids or your kids it's one of the yeah, two I must be perfect in all aspects okay. of life, so. <laughs> Don't believe her. it's funny because Jen maybe two to three times a day is like Steve can you get the find my phone app up and uh, ping my phone for me <laughs> for day. and then I had to turn it off a few days ago because she had to get her, she got her screen replaced and I haven't turned it back on. And ever since she got the screen replaced, she hasn't asked me a single time. You both need the Apple watch because you can press this fun little button on your Apple watch and it will find your Jen can't find her Apple watch ever. So I lose my Apple watch too. And then it goes dead and then I can't. Uh, (laughs) I think it's in my purse. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere. Perhaps. I hope you yeah. find it. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> That's one thing I can't live without on a wedding day. I always oh my have gosh. my watch. Yeah. W- w- how does the Apple Watch impact you on a wedding day? Well, yeah, first, I just share. love to see how many steps I, I took. Oh, for crying out loud. And I'm always like, oh, I walked nine miles today in a matter of <laughs> 10 hours. I'm shocked I'm not It's crazy. Hour, to be honest. Um, but text messages, we, we don't use, um, walkie talkies to communicate back and forth because we found that every venue, there was like some interference and, or the distance was too long or just wasn't working. So we communicate via text. And so it is just so handy to be able to look at my wrist instead of pulling out my phone every time. Yeah. Um, do you guys use them? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's been times that like during the ceremony, I'm like, I would either be in the balcony or, or wherever. And I'm like. Hey, the, mm-hmm. the mother of the bride's crying. Be sure to get that. And then like, we'll show yeah. up on his ra- wrist. And so we're like, oh, he's shooting. She thinks it shows up on my wrist, but I put my phone and my watch into airplane mode during the ceremony. <laughs> you know what? He gets it every time. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> like we have a communication issue. I don't know how many times I check to make sure that my watch and my phone are on silent during a wedding day. Like yes. that is the number one thing I'm yeah. so, I'm like yeah, crazy about. Never want to be that person. The hired help that's like making a fuss. Yeah. That's oh not my gosh. I do have a few industry friends that put the entire timeline you guys in their phones so that when, you know, family photos are up, it like comes up on their Apple watch and tells them like, that's, that's a lot of notifications in no. one day for me. <laughs> no, we, we don't. Well, we put the itinerary on and I kind of, 
but not in our Very, calendar, like, not with like reminders throughout the day or anything. Yeah, I, I can <laughs> visualize like the itinerary. So I know what time. So I usually just use my watch to see what time it is. So I can know like yeah. when I need to do something. Yeah. But if there's something incredibly important, I might set an alarm, but I'm not going to do it for like, okay, the bride needs to get in her dress. Okay, now we need to leave for the first look. And now we need to do this. Um, maybe if it's like, okay, I know we're going to be short on time. I'm going to go ahead and set an alarm just to remind right. myself that we need to end That's this time. Good idea. Yeah. I can't be trusted with a watch. That's for sure. I, I bang and clang way too much, babies. Yeah. Uh, bang and clang. I do. I'm, my, I do. I'm always like, like moving my hands, you know, I'm just a big wreck, a fun organized wreck. I am. Jen bought me a nice watch right before Nora was born. And the first time I ever wore it, I scratched the face. That's what I would do, Stephen. And I'd be like, look at this. And I don't do scratch faces. Yeah. I, I don't. See, we're not perfect, are we, Stephen? I don't wear that watch anymore. It has a scratch. (laughs) Yes, Stephen and Megan, you guys can go, and Jen and I will crash our phones, get them fixed, and then lose them. (laughs) Yes. And and we'll be coming up to you guys. Hey, uh, can you pull up by my my phone, please? (laughs) Would you mind finding my phone again? You busy? (laughs) This is why we make a good team, because, like, we've got, we've got what you're, Stephen. Steven, I can't tell you, like if I shoot by myself and or like with a second shooter, that's not Steve. I can't tell you how many times I put my bag somewhere and just can't find it. Oh, that happens when I'm there too, babe. But then you find no. it for me. You'll pick it up. Like yeah, he knows that I'll do it. And so he'll just like yeah. grab it for me. You are absolutely just like me. I'll, I'm constantly like, Megan, I can't find it. I've lost it. I, I gotta go look for it. I'm like, it's right here. She didn't. Oh my God. <laughs> Can I tell the story of, of so this summer? We're doing a wedding together. I don't don't know what Anne's going to say. Please, I need this to make the podcast. So we're at a wedding, and the bride wants Taco Bell as a late night snack. Okay, so nice. Lori, we and you can't like pre-order Taco Bell. That would mm-hmm. be so nice. So Lori gives her phone to our intern and says, "Intern, which we love, by the way, um, <laughs> please call Taco Bell and order." No, 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 no. I already ordered it. She was just checking on it. Oh, okay. She was like, is my order ready? Hence, Olivia or Lori gave our intern her phone. I I said, here's my phone. Call Call I'll talk about. I'll talk about. Not two minutes later. I can't find my phone. Oh my gosh. Where's my phone? (laughs) And we looked under every every table. We were looking all, I mean, I made a ruckus. Someone who, Lori's like, who would steal my phone? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the last thing I had was here. And then then our intern walks up and was like, okay, they'll be ready in 30 minutes and hands Lori her phone. And I was like, you have got it. No, Lori goes, oh my God, where did you find it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a busy day. I totally get it. Like, because we're yes. the same person. I totally get it. You just lose yourself because you're so focused on what's going on. Yes. You have a brain of champions. So you've got a mini a a brain of so full is so full of, of great things. But you Apparently. constantly are just trying to file it all correct. Oh, God. So it's bound to happen. But I was like, that makes sense. Duh. Like, <laughs> like, nobody worry. All is well. The happy part of that story was I ate so much Taco Bell that Those night. Those people had so much Taco Bell. Mm. I took home two cases. Like, and it, 
Let's I mean, just say soggy and like dry. Oh, oh my gosh. Gonna, I'm gonna absolutely have to shut this party down. You know what it's like at the end of a wedding night. Like, what do you want? But they were you so long on them, you guys. We were like laying them out. We couldn't send them fast like, enough onto it. I was like, everybody take eight steps backwards. That's what we do though. We call Taco Bell for a couple. Yeah, so. that's what you know. Save, yeah, <laughs> you know how to save money. Taco Bell. We need to do more late night weddings with you guys because we love Taco Bell. <laughs> Yeah, the wedding we did together, we had um, Chicago style dogs slider or um, oh, excuse me, that's the, the thing. Hot, yeah, the little hot dogs for like a snack. Are, and we had sliders. what are you talking about beanie weenies? Yeah, they were little <laughs> <Chicago dogs>. beanie weenies. <laughs> 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 that is a Chicago dog slider, and well, that doesn't exist. And slider, I didn't mean it's a beanie weenie. <laughs> you can't say that. You mean a piggly wiggly? <laughs> Anyways, you like the, the like hot dogs and in, in beans, right? Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. Chicago, <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. Besides, go to Chicago and get a freaking get a hot dog, dog. slider. Yeah. No, and sliders. I mixed the two together. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but the hot dogs at the wedding, they also weren't like full size. They were smaller, They're like the same size as the sliders. Beanies, I said. <laughs> mini, mini beanie weenies. I don't know anything about beanie weenies. <laughs> they were good. Anyway, I love a late night snack at a wedding. So, yeah, no, yeah. somebody did White Castle once. So I was like, "You're well, that's sickening." Ah, I want to be mad. To okay, be great. Hire me as your lead planner, and we will get you a late night snack of beanie weenies and Taco Bell <laughs> and White. <laughs> I love those. Um, I hate to end it, but I know you guys have so much work that you need to do. So we are we're small. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um first of all thank you guys so much for being on the podcast today i loved it i hope our listeners do too i'm sure they will um you guys had so much insight on how to plan a wedding um making it timeless and classy i love that um can you tell our listeners how they can find you yes they can find us <laughs> At. So our website is boldlychic.com. So there's two L's in that for those people that have a hard time with boldly. B-O-L-D-L-Y, <laughs> chic.com. Um, and then we're at Boldly Chic Events on Instagram and at Boldly Chic Events on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And if anyone wants to email us, we're hello at boldlychic.com. I love it. And honestly, oh. like you guys are who? So I mean, oh. planning oh, no, you. What? <laughs> one of the things that you need for planning is like planning a wedding is you need to have fun. And obviously, I you know. guys know how to do it. So yeah. yeah, I love to crack a joke. It just makes I, me laugh. I don't care if anyone else laughs, but it really is my favorite thing. <laughs> I love sitting in on her consults, like in the background at my desk, and hearing her have a conversation. It is. <laughs> The highlight of my day. <laughs> Lori is the most fun person I've ever met. And I'm so glad I get to, I told her the other day, I laugh the most when I'm with Lori and she's like, Stop, you guys. Lying. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, everyone here is a great time. <laughs> I'm more, I'm the reserved one of the duo. Maybe that's okay though. I think you're reserved. Any, all my friends are the reserved ones. If you're my friend, <laughs> that is 100% true. <laughs> I think they're all in that kind of way. Um, um, thank you guys thank so, you much. so much. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah, Let's do it again. Let's laugh again. Yep. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Take care guys. Bye.
Thanks, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye. I really loved everything that Megan and Lori had to say this week about timeless weddings and uh, linens specifically. That's my favorite part. It does make a huge difference, right? Like um, going into a wedding and seeing, I, I know that it kind of like for me as a guest, sometimes going and sitting into linens and then like them brushing against your leg Sometimes it's, it's like, a good feel. Like, not, yeah. well, it depends on like the feeling of the actual linen. A little horny. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we were at a luncheon and the linens there were made out of velvet and they were so incredibly soft. Linen is a no, the type linens, of fabric. No, yeah, it is. But when you're talking about weddings, you talk about the linens and the linens are what go on the table. So don't. I know what I'm talking table about. Table covers that are made no, out of No, they're linen. not tied out. They're not called table covers. They're called linens. Okay. And you can table get Table condoms velvet. that are made out of linen. Yeah. You're the worst. <laughs> um, the, so they were made out of, they were velvet. You don't call them t- table velvets. I'm sorry. They're linens. They're velvet linens. Um, so they were just so incredibly soft and... I just thought as a guest, I would just be at my table the whole time, like just petting the table, maybe setting, laying my did face, having a little some nap. E into your... <laughs> I think so. I did have a sip of like a... Um, is it E or is it X? I'm not good with drugs. I think you can, you can do either. Molly? Is that what it's called? Why are you asking me? Because when people do those drugs, they want to like feel like things, right? All I, all I know about drugs are what I learned I, from watching people want to shows. do drugs to feel things. Quote Stephen Van Oak. Uh, another brain of a champion over here. <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut's brain of champions. No, but it's the linens. Oh my gosh, they make such a big difference. Um, if you can invest into linens, yeah, I would highly recommend it too, especially on a photography side. Um, seeing how it it shoots. I didn't think that this podcast was going to turn into us just shilling for big linen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I think, we need to, in- we know where we need to invest now. I think that that's going to do it for us this week. And we are so lucky that we were able to sit down and chat with uh, Lori and Megan from Boldly Chic. But Jen, where can people find us online? If you want to connect with us online, you can find us at Wedded Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you want to join the awesome community of listeners we're growing on Facebook, you can join the Wedded Facebook group. And don't forget to love your love buddies to the group. Don't forget to love your buddies. <laughs> don't forget to love somebody. We're also going to include some of those photos from the things that we talked about. I know that with this being audio, sometimes it's nice to have some visuals. So you should join the group just so you can see the little things that we chat about on um, the podcast as well. So you can also visit our website at weddedpod.com. Don't forget to send in your, your questions for advice so we can talk about it on the podcast as well. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wedded. Bye. I love you. You're my somebody to love. Bye.
I love you. I love you too, baby boy. <laughs> that wow. was weird. Yeah, that was real weird. <laughs> Let's do that again. Okay. That's going to do it for us this week at no, Wedding. No, not the whole thing. Just uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>